You are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Wednesday, August 28th, 2019, week 301. I'm Drew Patel. I'm Mike Stiska. And this is Destiny Pizza. Let's get into some Weavy Review. Let's do it. Let's talk about some movies, Mike. All right. I saw this movie called The End of the Tour. Is this the one with Jesse Eisenberg and Jason Siegel? This is that movie. Based on like a true story, I think. Oh, is it based on a true story? I mean, I guess it must have. It seems like it was. <laughs> uh, I was like, this is a weird thing to make up. Uh, but it's about, um, I guess, this writer at Rolling Stone yep. magazine. Yes. And he, um, he reads this art or he reads this book. Uh, this book about this guy, and he's like, we should write a story on this guy. This is like a really, like he's one of the top authors right now, and he's out out of nowhere basically. He's like, he was very interested, and the and um, so he tells Rolling Stone like they don't really do pieces on people like that, but they agree to this one. So he has to go to, he goes out to meet this guy, and he's like, wait, who's the Rolling Stone? Uh, Jesse Eisenberg is the Rolling Stone <laughs> writer, and then Jason Siegel's like the the author of okay. the, of the book. So he's trying to do a story on this guy because he's like fairly new to the scene and he's like got an interesting story. He's like just a professor at this college and he like basically shadows him for like a week or two on his book tour. And it's very interesting. He just like, he's just this get like he's, he's kind of this loner guy and he's like not, and it's just understanding the two characters interacting and like jesse eisenberg is like really jealous of this guy of jason siegel's character because he's like this famous author but like jason siegel's character is kind of like depressed like he's in this depressed bubble and he's like you wouldn't want to be like me mm-hmm. and he's just like and like well they start the movie off because i guess it's based on a true story they start the movie off in the future like i guess modern times for when it came out but and like jesse eisenberg's unpacking this book that's his first book well was that? Did I nail like, it? Did I nail the my prediction? No. Okay. No. But like, I it's not really a spoiler because it happens yeah. within the first five minutes. But like, you find out that this guy killed himself. I think I okay. I think I've heard this story. Yeah. 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 So this guy killed himself. So then it goes back to ten years later when he did this interview with this guy, and it's just like you can like watching it through that prisms. Like, oh, this guy. Like, you know, he's like this tortured guy, and he's like, he's got like such deep thoughts, and you're like, they have some crazy conversation. Like, there's a lot of. A lot of scenes where they just have these in-depth conversations just about life and, like, they get really deep into stuff. It's like, like man, Secondhand is... Lions. I haven't seen that. Secondhand Lions, I think, sets it up the same way. Where yeah. It starts out in the future. It started out there. Well, and then... in the present day. Yeah. And then it's you find out that it's Haley Joel Osment's character. Ah. Gotcha. And I, I don't remember if it starts out with the two men dying or not. Mm-hmm. It should, someone should remake that movie. That was a good movie. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. So they like it's basically the whole movie's about them going on the book tour and him, him just trying to figure out this guy. And he's like wanting to be like him so much and finding trying to figure him out, but he doesn't he doesn't quite get him. And then like, and he's like a very quirky dude who's and he's like he's just trying to. It almost seems like he's trying to understand him too. He can be more like him so he can be great authors because I mean, he's a, like he likes wants to write books too and stuff, and he's just never gotten like. He thinks this guy's so talented, but he can't figure out why or anything. But Jason Siegel's like just like he's almost like the ultimate introvert. He's like so in his head that like he he can't even deal with like people around him. He's like he has to seclude himself and stuff. And like it's a it's very 
it's a very interesting movie. Do you remember that movie? And Jason Segel's really good, and he's just like plays this character that I'm like, oh, this like. Do you remember that movie? Makes me where wonder where like, Jason Segel is now. I'm like, what's where is he now? Is that Jason Mo- Segel movie it was him and Ed Helms, and it's like. Oh yeah, yeah, they were brothers. John Jess lives, li- Jess lives who lives at home. home. Yeah, Jeff who lives at home. Yeah, it seems a lot like that. Same he kind of seems like that character. Yeah, except this guy's like a gene, like a really talented artist. I think, author. Jer- I think he tries to kill himself in that movie too, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's what always makes me worried. Like, I think he's really good in those roles, but it makes me worried about him. Like, why is he so good in these roles? Because in forgetting Sarah Marshall, he almost you should. Um, you'd um, think he would kill himself. Yeah, I'm scared of. Does he do that in the Muppets? Does that happen? <laughs> yeah, he's like. I'm like very concerned for. We're Jason going to Siegel. Hollywood, or else I'm going to kill myself. That's the deleted scene. Yeah. It's like, oh no. <laughs> like that was all over the script. It's like we shot it too, and they that's just why there was he it. wasn't in the second one. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. That's why the Muppets are the most wanted. Is because they drove this man to suicide. <laughs> He died. Suspicious circumstances. <laughs> His puppet brother is uh, the only, the only suspect now. Which he's is he in the second one? I think so. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> anyway, because he became a muppet, and he was like, "Now you're a muppet." But like, oh yeah, okay. I yeah. think the storyline should have been like he was a real person, and <laughs> he's trying to, he be, wanted a muppet. to be a muppet. <laughs> like, That'd just be disturbing. I, I know it would, because then they have to carry him over, and that's not fun. Um. What um, do you... Yes, I would give it 7 out of 8. Oh, no. Very very enjoyable watch. Um, it's very heavy stuff, though. They they have, like, these in-depth conversations. You're like, whoa, this is, this is deep. Nice. But, yeah, very, very, very good. Uh, and then I saw another movie, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I watched 10 minutes of this movie. <laughs> you, did, you did a good job. I got to the minutes. point... Where you see mm-hmm. Millie Bobby Brown on screen mm-hmm. with the teacher from Stranger Things. Oh, is that who that was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> like, this is bullshit. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Try harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're both in the same scene together. That's weird. Yeah. Stop. I think you made the right choice. <laughs> yeah. This movie's, uh, oh man. Like, to me, this movie like makes the the first one look really good. <laughs> wow! Like I really like that first one's like annoying. The Godzilla scenes are awesome. The Godzilla scenes one. are awesome, and I I think almost like that's what this movie's like. I know I want to see more Godzilla, but like at least that had build up, and then when you got to it, you're like, I f- like I had to watch two hours of this nonsense, but at least I get cool fights. But this one, it felt like it had those fights more sprinkled throughout, but like nothing was as cool because it was like, it, like I don't know. It was just lacking for some. So you want to know a fun fact about Godzilla? Yes, the original Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. The dub and the actual like the, one, the original from like sixties or yeah, whatever? okay. I think it might have been fifties. Fifties, yeah, okay. The dubbed English dub and the original have two different stories. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I th- I think they did that in Godzilla a lot though, in a lot of the stuff. Yeah, where they just yeah they, they had... redubbed it and changed the meaning of that's the whole movie. That's nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh man, I don't think that would fly nowadays. People would just know. Well, because like in Japan, Godzilla's like a, a savior. Yeah. Oh, but in America, but in America, he's, he's like a, a monster. Villain. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I guess they've at least they've changed that for these modern movies where he is the he's hero. He's kind of the hero. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, this movie, like, ah, uh, does this movie you- need a hero? Yes, they needs a hero. Yeah, but no, like, does it need a hero? Godzilla's the hero. But what about like Kyle Chandler? 
it doesn't need humans. I mean, humans are so annoying. The, the, humans uh, are the cause of all Ice Cube's son. Ah, this movie's so stupid. Like, the plot is so stupid. It's like, at least the other one's, like, incidental. <laughs> but this plot is, like, their fault, and I hate it. And I'm it just reminds like, me of telling Steve to like, but Millie Bobby Brown! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even listen to the, that part of the way. Like, anytime they talk about movies, I'm like, I just don't want things spoiled for some reason. That's safe. But, um, yeah, I was just like, like, I don't know the Godzilla lore. Steve's complaining, right, about, like, Oh, that character didn't do this or whatever. No, he was saying, uh, what? And wasn't in Tell Him Steve Dave, wasn't he saying that? Giddum was saying it's a good movie because it yeah. has all these good actors oh. from Game of Thrones and Stranger Things. No, that doesn't make it a good movie. And then Walt but was yeah, saying, yeah, I do like a lot of the actors in it. And okay. then Walt was saying it's stupid because it's more human focused. Yeah. Instead the of hum- monster focused. Oh, the human plot was so stupid. Like, I almost would, ra- I would rather have a, the monsters fight, like, the whole time. And he said it was purely, like, it's very clear that they're just setting up Congress. That, that, yeah, that was the other part. It's like, extremely heavy-handed. Exactly. So that, that was stupid. The, the plot is just nonsense. I think you're like the Walt Flanagan on the West Coast. It's, uh, it's, it's so true. It was not, like, even down to, well, you've gotten a lot better, but mm-hmm. when you were a kid, your diet habits were oh, very yeah. Walt Flanagan-esque. Very much so. This is interesting. Like, but he won't even eat, like, a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, like, I... <laughs> I think I always thought of, like my diet was probably similar, and then like he won't eat like random things like he's a like sandwich. I've never had a pickle. Like what is that? He never, had, he never had honey. Yeah, like like I don't know how that happens. Like just random stuff weird. like that. Like what? What about like honey flavored something? Yeah. Well, he didn't even know it was sweet. <laughs> so yeah, I just don't know how you go through life without trying things or whatever. I don't know. Maybe he does try, and he just doesn't like them. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, uh, not a great movie. Like. Monster fights. Are cool. I like seeing like, but you could see that all in the trailers. It's like I like seeing these monsters, <laughs> Mothra and like, Ghidorah. Mothra. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is cool. I really like it. Um, but yeah, it, it like they were just trying to rush all the lore into one movie so they could set up that next movie. That's what it was like. It was like now all of a sudden there's like monsters everywhere. It's like it was like weird because it was like I don't know. And it like it's a real it's a long movie, but it feels rushed. Like it's like a weird combo. It, and yeah, not and it's usually, is it like a pacing problem? Yeah, like it's hard to even tell because it's just so like I don't care for it. So it's like <laughs> so annoying. Like I don't I think even. This is like the most negative I've ever heard you talk about a movie. I don't like it. Like I got bored through. I don't know why I finished it. I should just stop. Uh, yeah, I just kind of got bored during it. Like I probably can't didn't even pay attention to the whole plot. But I was just like after it gets to the one part in the movie, I'm like, this is stupid. Like why? Why? Like, these are dumb choices, and then, like, you don't even think about the consequences. Like, what do you do? Like, think for, you think for two seconds. You're like, like, oh my gosh, so dumb. I'd I'd rather, like, get Aaron Taylor Johnson back. I'd rather have his (laughs) storyline. And that's saying something. I'd rather get Brian Cranston back, of course. But, um, yeah. I think, yeah, maybe, or uh, who directed this one? Gareth Edwards. Yeah. I think he was better at the scaling, too. I don't know. Like, he was good at that in Rogue One, but like the scale of things. I don't know. Do you think this is like a sign that like we shouldn't be worshiping some of these directors? Who, who was the director of this movie? So. Wasn't it Gareth Edwards? No, he did the first one. But he didn't do the. But do we, do we really worship I some of like, these directors? I think we're like, oh, it's the director who did this great movie. 
And you're like, yeah, but this is completely different. Like, we shouldn't just be like, oh, this director is a great universal director. Yeah. A lot of the times the director is good at doing one thing. That is true. That is true. But when, like, the movie's a similar type, you, you, you think they can do it because they've done that similar type. Oh, it's directed by Michael Doherty. I don't know, well, I don't know who that is. What else has he done? Well, like, yeah. Some people can just do certain Oh, he did Superman Returns, Krampus, okay. Trick or Treat, and he did X2. Oh. Yeah, that's a weird filmography. Oh, wait, sorry, no, he didn't direct X2 or Superman Returns. He directed Trick or Treat, Krampus, and Godzilla King of the Monsters. Hmm, well, that's a weird, gotta choose, but okay. Yeah, so I, I didn't care too much for this movie. Yeah. Clearly. But, yeah, monsters are cool. Like, it doesn't make me less excited for Congress Godzilla, because I feel like... He, then they like, did I don't, a good job. Like, I don't care about their continuity or plot or whatever. I just care about, like, cool stuff. So, there's always hope. Yeah. But, yeah, like, they, it is weird that they do have, like, a continuity and a plot they're trying to like push. Do, but it's, like, it's weird. It's just a weird... Um, but, yeah. Uh, I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three. I had a feeling. More more generous than I thought I was going to be, but uh, yeah, I'll give it three. I like Godzilla. I like Godzilla. Godzilla's good in it. The monster scenes are cool. Monster scenes are cool, yeah. If King I Ghidorah, Godzilla. all the humans. Yeah, because then it'd, only be, it'd be shorter, too. It'd be like yeah. a 20-minute movie, and I'm like, oh, that, that, yeah. Like, you would think that after the first movie, they would learn. Yeah, like, yeah. People, that I, was the complaint. Yeah. But I guess it feels like more monster fights because it's sprinkled throughout. Like, they start you off pretty soon. Or, like, you're, you see them constantly. Which is good. Do any of the characters die like Brian Cranston right in the beginning? No. Oh. Well, not a main character. Like somebody dies right. They they flash back to that year or whatever, like 2014 or whatever, that Godzilla takes place, and they're like, oh, the character, but and that drives some of the motivation. But it, I don't get the, I don't get it, how it relates to the plot. Yeah. But that's like, oh, I lost somebody, so now I got to do this decision. But it's like, I, how does that relate to one another? Yeah. yeah, it's just weird to me. Very strange. Yeah, so that's Godzilla. I, yeah, I, I don't recommend it if you don't care for it. Unless you want to watch the monster fight, and you could probably watch on YouTube like a clip of just the monsters all fight. the monsters fights together. So that's cool. Um, oh, it's a, yeah, and the, yeah, they killed somebody in the movie. I was bummed out too. Um, and then I saw a movie called Long Shot, which is that Seth Rogen movie. It was Charlie Theron, or where Charlie he's like Theron. a stoner. Yeah, he's like the stoner writer dude, and then she's like Secretary of State, and she's running for president, and they like knew each other as kids. So she's like, I want him to cover she, my campaign. Yeah. And yeah, that's basically the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, these Seth Rogen movies, they don't really... Do it for you? They don't really do it for me anymore. I mean, there's some funny things in it. Not terrible. Um, But yeah, I can't tell if it's like... Like, it may be on par with his other stuff, but I was just younger, or, like, it was the time of the times. I have no idea. It's hard for me to judge based on that, but they have to, kind of the same uh, Seth Rogen stuff that he usually oh. does. So, yeah. How was it? What did uh, you rate it? Probably, like, a five. Well, five no, so that's nearly double the enjoyment of Godzilla. Yeah, I liked it more, yeah, because there's, there's some funny bits in it that are, that are funny. Yeah. It's just, like, but it's, like, typical, like, rom-com plot stuff then i'm like nah, okay okay then whatever you but there's be, be careful with my tv recommendations no i, li I like rom-coms but like okay we'll see 
<laughs> it's just maybe it's not enough of rom I don't know. It's like Seth Rogen infused. Oh, so. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Cheech Chong in a rom-com. Some stuff. But there's some good jokes. It's, it's, it's funny. And it's like, it's a fine watch. It's not like a, sl- a slog to get through. And Did it, you ever it watch, seemed um, kind of expensive, too. I'm like, this is expensive for what? <laughs> I think it's one of those things where it's like, hey, we have to make a movie. Like, you want to go somewhere that we want to go? That's what it seemed like. They're like traveling all over the place. I'm like this. Did you watch that? This, one? Pretty, this would be a fun movie to make. Some I movie. think. The Brian Cranston James Franco movie. You uh, watch like, that one? Brian Cranston. Where oh yeah, the one where he's like the dad, like the dad. Yeah, he's visiting like his. Girl. He's like his daughter's boyfriend. Yeah. Did you ever watch that one? I saw like half of it. Was it like that? I enjoyed that one. I like that one more. Okay, I enjoyed. I like that one I, more. I wrote it off instantly when it came out. Yeah. And then I saw it on an airplane and I was like, oh, it wasn't that bad. No, I like that one more than, than this movie. Um, but this movie was fine. Like, it was. It wasn't awful. I, on a good day, I may give it a six, but like. But you just, had, you just talked about Godzilla. Yeah, I, so Godzilla. So I'm trying to, down. trying to like. I really like the end of the tour. I'm kind of. It's like in the middle of those two movies. So. There you go. That's that, exactly that's why I put that rating there. <laughs> like, sometimes they ever relate them to other movies. And yeah. That's just kind of how I'm reading right now. I don't know. I have a hard time reading things that aren't eights, and I'm like, I know I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's talk about TV. Yes. I finished The Boys. How was it? It was really good. I wrote, everyone, it, off, I wrote it off way too quickly. That's what everyone who's seen it has told me. Yeah. They're like, three episodes. Yeah. And then you're like, it's Yeah, because I watched that first episode, I'm like, I know what this show's going to be, and I don't, I'm not, I don't care for it too much. But then it's like, oh, no, they're, it's more about, like, it's more about like the government and like politics and like these superheroes doing bad things, but like then there's a whole story behind all of it and like the characters go more in depth. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like I like this a lot more because I thought they like it just seems like from the first episode to me, it felt like everyone's such a stereotypical type of version of the character and that's all they're going to be the whole show. Mm-hmm. But then it like does other stuff and there's crazier things happening. It's just like, oh, this is intense. And by the time you get to the end, like, it ends on a really high, like it gets better as it goes too. So it ends on a really great note. It's like, oh, now I want to watch season two after like it ends. So you're like, oh, that's cool. Like I really like what they did. So yeah, I wrote it all. Like, gotta watch more than one episode. At least me, it didn't hook me right away. But yeah, it it is really good. I've been watching Four Weddings and a Funeral. Hmm. As one of the guys is from Man Like Mobin. He's not one of the four friends though. Mm-hmm. There's like four main friends. It's Nedley, Emmanuel, and then one of the guys from You're the Worst. He's like in this rap group. Mm-hmm. He's really funny. Uh, two people who are like nobodies. But it's a TV show based on the rom-com movie, which I never okay. watched. I heard of that movie. It's like I didn't yeah. know it was a show. So this is produced by Mindy Kaling on Hulu. It's very enjoyable. It's week mm-hmm. to week, so I think there's like two more episodes left. Oh, okay. I really like it, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to... I know there's like two people i know who like it as much as i do mm-hmm. maybe well i assume maybe, I, I do like it a lot and then like our friend mandy she's like it's all right and mm-hmm. i'm like no it's so good it's like such a good rom-com mm-hmm. and it's like super diverse i don't know but it's weird to me that natalie emmanuel has an english or american accent in the show she has an american accent but it takes place in london strange to me she see, that's not a normal no, she normally has an English accent. I'm trying to think because she's in uh, Fast and Furious. I forget she has what accent, how she talks in that franchise. 
I don't know. I forget. I feel like she has an accent. I don't know. I don't remember. Game of Thrones clouds my head too much. Yeah. I thought she had a British accent. Anyways. No, I'm sure she does in real life. Yeah. Because like, everybody on that show except uh, Peter, Dinklage. Peter Dinklage, I'm pretty sure. I just can't remember Fast and Furious. Yeah, she's English. Anyways. Yeah, it's fun. And it's like crazy. Because I don't know. I feel like it's a good rom-com where some things are like very typical and then some mm-hmm. things are super different and it's like they really capture like modern it's like really they got a good grasp on like making it current mm-hmm. so cool i dig it then i watched the family have you heard about this it's that netflix documentary about that church organization that's infiltrating the government no and they're the ones who sponsor like the national prayer breakfast huh. which i didn't know was like a sponsored event i thought it was like a government event oh it's not mm-hmm. it's all conspiracies and craziness it's cuckoo. That's yeah. Recommend that. Right. It's like a four or five episodes docu series. Okay, cool. On Netflix. That's about Pennyworth. Yeah, Pennyworth. Really Alfred, good, man. It's the music I, is good. You'd not expect this show. The and... action is fun. Mm-hmm. The I really like how like his friends are cool. I don't know if that's how that guy sounds, but he's doing like a Michael Caine impression or something. Yeah, it's very Michael Caine. I'm like, ah, oh, I, I dig this. I don't know. Like, I like this. Yeah. I, I just the way he talks, I'm like, I really like this painting with his like dynamic with his parents. Yeah. And then I found out he's only like 25 in the show, and I'm like, oh, God, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> he's like, oh, he's just like me. Oh, no, he's, he's really young. I'm like, oh, this 30 year old guy is kicking ass. And I'm like, he's like, I'm 25. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. Whenever I hear that age, I'm like, how old are they supposed to be? It's like, oh, no. Yeah. He's like, younger I, than me. My parents were watching the show that I was watching, like, In and Out called, like, into the dark or something like that and it's about this blind girl mm-hmm. and i look up the age of this woman and i'm like oh she must be in her 30s or something 25 wow years old man so. yeah everybody's so young though yeah but yeah pennyworth is really good very very enjoyable show like i'm curious to see where it goes yeah, I don't know how. I don't know what you do. Like, like, I, like every week, episode one hundred. I'm curious. Like, what was their pitch for episode? 100? I can't imagine they like they have one. Like, they must. I wonder. Do they have an insight? Are they just rolling by? Is it like major plot? Like, is this plot gonna be wrapped up in the first season? Yeah. Like, I don't know what's happening exactly. Or there. is it gonna be like? The, Will they move to Gotham? Like, at some point? Like, season two is definitely moving to America, right? I think I. It seems like that. It seems like it's moving kind of quick. So it's like that's the other thing is i'm not sure if there's like time jumps there has to be time jumps. there are right? time jumps in there there's but like they many just, t- they're not explicit they're not yeah they don't really tell you they'll make may have an offhand comment sometimes but yeah there are time jumps in there where you like it could be scene to scene and i'm like wait what wait, yeah it's been this long wait what because like they're dating like in the first episode they dating. yeah he introduces her to his parents and he's like let's move in together and i'm like wait, yeah it's been like a day and i think because i I don't know if you you watched like probably a couple in a row, or did you watch like week to week? Um, I watched point? the first episode by itself. Then I watched mm. like four episodes or three episodes together. Yeah, because I think it might week. be a movement of that because like, I'm used to like binge watching. So when you watch it, it's almost like wait, what? What? Like it's it, it almost skips even faster. Yeah, because that pacing is like wait, this is like why is it jumping like that? 
Yeah, that's nothing. I but it's not up. like episode to episode. It's like moment scene in to the scene. episode. Yeah, time jumps. So yeah, I did like things did happen fast, and then like I'm like, oh, this shit like, like basically like there are there there's like a couple like Alfred and, and Esme. Yeah, like they I feel like they break up and get back together like ten different times in the in in the show. I'm like this yeah. this is weird. Like what's happening? Like it's only been like. It's only episode three. It's only episode three. What's happening? And there's so much like that. I was like, how much time is passing? Yeah. So, yeah. But very yeah, good. Really good. I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, and then Mind Hunter, I see all season two on Netflix. Very good. Very yeah. good show. Charles Manson killing it. Yeah. He's barely, he's in the like, scene. Really? Yeah. He's not a main focus. What other serial killers are in there? Uh, BTK. Okay. Uh, this, Richard Ramirez? Night Stalker? Uh, see, I don't know serial killers, so I'm like, that's uh, some dude in Atlanta. There's an Atlanta killer? Yeah. Is that a fam- Who's that? He's a very famous, uh, I don't yeah. remember his name, but he was like killing kids. Yeah. So that, that that's the main focus of this season. This season had more of a focus than um, last season did. Because last season was like kind of getting into it and like they got to fight for what, they, like the procedures and what yeah. they're doing. This was more so like, okay, we're in on your procedures. Like we're let's implement them now, and the, that was like the main case focused on. And I didn't like I don't follow serial killers, so I didn't know like because then they tell you what happens. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> like, like oh no, this person killed how many? Yeah, it's like oh jeez. Um, Let me find out. Um, but yeah, I like this season. I like this season a lot. Wayne Williams. Yeah. That, yeah. Whoa, what? Speaking of like talking about ages. Yeah. How old do you think this guy when he committed his last murder? Like based on the show, oh yeah, you probably know. Based on the show, <laughs> he's he's like, uh, I think he's like twenty six, twenty three, twenty three. We're way behind. Wow, wow, <laughs> this guy's been murdering people. Yeah. He's murdering people. <laughs> Jeez, that's the one thing that does make me feel better about myself is I'm like, oh, like I'm not dead. I haven't yeah, been to that, jail yet. That's good. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are worse like a lot off. of people have ruined their <laughs> lives already. That's true. That's true. A lot of positive just, too. I just haven't done anything. With it, so <laughs> I'd rather have done nothing than that's screw true. it up. That's true. It's still potential in there to do things. Yeah. So that's good. Ronnie Dangerfield didn't start comedy until he was in his fifties. That's true. Brian Cranston, late late actor, yeah. like well, he was acting for a while and just never got, just never got famous. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, Mindhunter. I think it's definitely worth checking out. It's a lot of pretty trippy though. Like a lot of like dark dark things in that that yeah. show you're like getting into the heads of killers but it, it's like a show like it's a show with so much tension that you never like see anything happening it's just them talking just about them talking about it so it's like you don't like see a lot of like you're not like watching a murder or like you're just turning you're hearing the person talk about the murder yeah you're but hearing, they nail the mannerisms of this only like serial killer. yeah that's it's like that's um it's kind of creepy yeah but also like like one of the lead guys in the show, he's like so creepy to me. Like he's like the detect, he's like the FBI guy. But I'm like, I feel like this guy is trying to give me a serial killer vibe. Like this guy is kind of weird. He like reminds me a lot of like uh, Dennis from It's Always Sunny for some reason, but like a more <laughs> serious version. Yeah. He like looks like him to me. Yeah, I'm like no, I can't I stop. Exactly th- what you're about. I can't stop thinking about it because I'm just like, like this is if he played that role serious and just went dark like the whole show. This it would be this guy. Yeah. But yeah, very, 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 well, I want to say enjoyable. It is enjoyable, but it's like a weird word to describe um, this show. Saying. Come back on Friday <laughs> and you'll find out that enjoyable is a very okay word to use. Okay. On this. Yeah. So I, I like it, but dark, dark show. And it's, 
very interesting. I like I don't know, there's just like a there's a cadence to the show. It just feels feels it feels cool. And then there's like a whole subplot with the other FBI and his family. I'm like, well, this is this is cool. Yeah. Nice. So I recommend it. Discussion this week. Sports movie. What sports movie would you like, Mike? I want a sports movie. Either like a biopic of Nick Foles, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback who won mm-hmm. Super Bowl, or I can just do like just that championship. I just want go. a self-serving Would you, Eagles Super Bowl victory from, movie, but in the perspective of a player. Yeah, if we do someone, Nick Foles, would be cool because he like was on the team. Like I could just do yeah, his like journey. A string, a yeah, and then he string. was the backup, yeah, and, backup then, and then just all this momentum like galvanize and. Like, but you wouldn't cool. want it like a fever pitch where it's like a rom com. No, I don't want I, that happens. No. And then in the background, the Boston Red Sox win the World Series. No, I want I want the focus. I want the sports to be the focus. Okay. Like, but would you want it? You said Nick Foles, but how about like a like a sideline person, like maybe like a equipment manager? Yeah, I'll get a if there's somebody with a good story. Or they just make something up. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go to like a yeah, just around the team. Maybe a big, maybe just a fan. Maybe just me. Just do yeah. a movie of me. There you where go. I'm like rooting for the team. And I'm like, oh, they can do it. Believe in them. But what was going on in your life at that time? Was there anything interesting? Going on in uh, no, but like <laughs> it'll just be my journey watching. Like I watched Nick. I watched uh, Carson Wentz go down. I was at that game. Oh, that. like physically, like yeah, at the Coliseum at the Rams. Oh, wow. Wentz went down. Foles came in. I was at that game. So there you go. Started there. And that's a pretty boring movie, but <laughs> <laughs> I was I was still there. So maybe I'll get a cameo in the movie. As a guy in the stands who was at that game, because I was. There you go. Um, that's what I want to see. But that's very self-serving and not an interesting story to everybody, but that's okay. It's fine. Because this is my sports movie. Yeah. I want a Quidditch movie. We've waited long enough. I know. Why? Like, uh, it frustrates me with these universes where just branch out already. Do something yeah. crazy. Do something weird. Yeah. Like, do straight up Quidditch. I guess because it's like a hard movie, because like, the rules are crazy for Quidditch. Yeah. Like the snitch is everything. So it's like how many games are somebody up by a hundred points where you're like, well, Okay, still, I can't catch the snitch. That, and that's the thing. Although is, that's, that's happened how the, Yeah, it's happened in the, the movie. Bo- yeah. Or in the books. In as the well. in the books are like they win the World Cup, like I think in like the fourth book, like he went he catches the snitch like on but he catches it and they lose. Yeah, but he like, catches he, it, but he why didn't realize you? that he wasn't like paying attention to the score. Yeah. So it's like That's the weird thing is it's worth a lot of points and it ends the game. Yeah. So but that would be a cool movie, a Quidditch movie. That was my favorite part in Goblet of Fire. Yeah. And they cut that out. Like, ah, that was annoying that they were like, then they cut to, you didn't even see who won. And I was like, oh, dumb. <laughs> I get really frustrated when movies are like, oh, it costs money, don't do it. Don't do it. It's too expensive. And I'm like, but that's the part of the it's book. Like, no. That's what like gets you. Yeah. Hooked. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're making like 70. Like, you guys and they had video games. They had a Quidditch video game. Yeah. That EA made. Uh, I'd also like to see a pod racer. Yeah. Um, I don't. I figured if I mentioned that again, people would be like, "Okay." But come, on, like, I guess we got that in episode one. So, like, maybe I'll try to three D print there, that. There is really like a fi- good fifteen minute like Pod Racer movie in there in yeah. episode one. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, we do kind of have one. So, um, next week we're gonna talk about uh, so Sony and Marvel have uh. 
part of ways with Spider-Man, as far as we know, unless something gets resolved. But, like, it looks like there's a tug-of-war going on with John Watts. Sony's trying to keep it for Spider-Man, but he's not contracted with Sony um, as Tom Holland is. So Marvel's kind of trying to woo him away to possibly direct a movie for them. So in this tug-of-war, let's just assume Marvel gets him. What would you want to see him direct for Marvel if uh, if he's, he's wrestled away from Spider-Man and uh, they get him for a new project? Who do you want to see him tackle? What what movie would you want yeah. to see him direct? That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, Sebulba's Podracer. Ah. Yeah, I can 3D print it. Oh, really? A Podracer is a cool thing. And it's Legion scale, so that's like the scale of their... Okay. There's that. There's yeah, a that would... Podracer. Yeah. Anakin's Podracer. That doesn't really look like it, but <laughs> the mobile one's legit. Yeah, the mobile one's cool. Um, yeah. Come back tomorrow for America's Sweetheart and this week in movies in the now and trailer talk. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Destiny Pizzas. Until next week, grab a slice and enjoy. Goodbye.